Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number three of Apostolic Characteristics. Today, we will be talking about hunger for more of God. Um, because I think it's very important that we hunger after the Spirit of God and not after what the world hungers after. Um, so, we're going to be doing this and we're going to see how it goes. I'm going to be reading out of John chapter 6, verse 33 through 35. For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven, and giveth life unto the world. Then said they unto him, Lord, evermore give us this bread. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. So we're going to go back to verse 33 and we're just going to break down the scripture. For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Now some people may be getting confused. How can bread give us life? I don't think it's pertaining to actual bread. Which I'm sure that people aren't, aren't that, you know, clueless about the Bible to think that, oh, actual bread is going to come and give us life. No, no, no. God, Spirit, will give you life. I think that 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 scripture is saying that when God comes down from heaven and gives life into you, it's meaning that God's Spirit is entering you. It's entering you. So when you're eating of the Word, you're eating of God's Spirit, that's God entering you. That's God entering your heart and consuming you. And it said, Then they said unto him, Lord, evermore give us this bread. In this scripture, I believe that it's showing that um, that they're hungry. That they're hungry for the bread of life. That they're hungry for what God has them. That they're hungry for the spirit of God. That they're hungry for what God is going to give them, which is life. I don't know about you, but I I like to be alive, you know. I like to live, you know. But I don't want to live any ordinary life. I want to live a life that is consumed by the spirit of God. And that's what... I believe that they're saying, I can be completely wrong, but I believe that, that, they're, that they're saying that, God, I want your spirit to live in me. I don't want to live a life without your bread, meaning your spirit, but I want to live a life with your spirit, not without it. I would, that, that, that is what they're saying. I can be completely wrong, and if I'm wrong, by all means, hit me up or whatever. I don't know, but that's what I believe. And ever since I said, and Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger. And I know there's more to the scripture, but that's where, that's where I want to end this. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. Jesus is telling those people that want bread that I'm life and I, I can give you life. You're hungry for me, so now I'm gonna pour out my spirit and give you life. I, I'm gonna give you life because because you don't want to just live life. You don't want to just have a life. You want to have a life full of my spirit in you. So so for that you're hungry. So I'm gonna I'm gonna feed you with my word. I'm gonna feed you with my spirit. I'm gonna give you life so that so that so that when you die, the grave won't be your final destination. 
that you can be with me for eternity. See, when God died on the cross, it's so you know when God poured out His blood for us. Obviously, um, we we can get baptized in Jesus' name and the remission of for remission of sins, and we shall you know be cleansed with the blood of God, baptized in a watery grave, and we we can repent because the blood allows us to repent of every unclean thing. And that the blood ran red and it made us white. And that's why when we get baptized, God forgets all of our sins. And we're completely cleansed of all of our sins. And that when we repent, God forgets all our sins because he was the ultimate sacrifice for us. So we don't have to be a sacrifice. So we can just ask God to forgive us. Although, that's a little, you know, people that, for people that don't know. So, so that, so since that, since God... Since Jesus rose from the grave, and since he defeated death, see, when we get the Spirit of God inside of us, we don't have to worry about ever being defeated by death. We don't have to worry about being defeated by death. Now, when you're in the, like, when people in the world die, and they're not saved... Death to them is nothing because their spirit, well, they're going to be in hell burning for eternity and they're going to feel that pain forever. And and death doesn't sound, staying in the grave doesn't sound half bad when we think about burning in hell for all eternity. So for the world, death isn't the worst part. It's ha- what happens after death for them. That's the bad part. On judgment day. I don't want to hear the part for me. I never knew you workers of iniquity. I don't want to hear that when God comes back. I want to hear. Well done that good and faithful servant. That That's that's what I want to hear. I don't want to hear that. I have to go to hell. I don't want to hear that. That's why I hunger after God. Because I think that God deserves for me. To live a life according to his word. To where I can go be with him for heaven. And in heaven. God died for everyone. So I think that God deserves. For us to live a life hungry after him. So we can make it to heaven. I don't. Live for God because I'm scared to go to hell. I live for God because he gave his all to me. So I try to give my all to God. And when I'm hungry for God, I give my all to him. So I think that's important that we're hungry after God and not after ungodly things. And in the scripture, verse 35, it says that he that cometh to me shall never hunger. Shall never hunger. And I don't think that's, that's God saying... Okay, I blessed you with this miracle, with these signs and these wonders, so now you can be satisfied. I don't think that was. I don't think that was. That's what God is saying. Uh, I don't think that. I don't think God will say, "Okay, you can be satisfied now." Yeah, whatever. You got the miracle. Poop. You got the need. I answered your need. Now be satisfied. I don't think that. That's what that means. I think that. That what God is saying. What what Jesus is saying there. Is that when you're when you hunger for me, I'm gonna give you life. Uh, I'm gonna give you me. I'm gonna give you fruit. I'm gonna give you everything you need to not want to be hungry for things of this world, but hunger for me. 
I believe that God is saying that when you're hungry for me, I'm going to feed you with my word and with my spirit. I believe that that's what God's saying there. So, so that we can get so full of God's word, so full of God's spirit, that we're not going to want what the world has to offer. Because we're going to be so full of God's spirit, so full of God's word, that we just want more of him and not what the world has to offer. That's what I believe. I believe that God in that scripture is saying, you eat what I give you. You're not going to want to eat what the world tries to give you. That's what I believe. I think that's very important to know. I think it's very important to understand that if we're not hungry for God, we're hungry for something else. And I think that it's very important to be hungry for God because, look, God can give life. And it can also give death. And if I'm hungry after God and I'm not starting to be more like Jesus, if and if I'm living a life of sin, God can take my life in an instant and I can go to hell for eternity. God can give life and he can take life at any given second he wants. Because he's God and he, and he has the authority and power to do that. So so when I'm hunger when I'm hungry for God. He's giving me life. Even when I die, even when I die, I can be with him for eternity. That sounds amazing to me. That's how, no, we sing the song, I'm going home to Jesus in a twinkling of an eye. And and just thinking about that, it, it just, I, I can't even put it into words that people so unworthy People so unworthy get a chance to make it to heaven. And who am I to say that I'm going to blow that chance by being hungry for things of this world? I'm I'm not looking for things in this world. No, but that's going to send me to the pits of hell for eternity. I'm looking the spirit of God to give me life to where I can be with him in heaven for eternity that's what it's all about it's all about making it to heaven and being with God that's what it is all about that's what it's all about and oops sorry sorry for sorry for the noise if there's any noise and and that's what it's all about just getting closer to God that's really what it's all about and I I used to to be hungry after things of this world of you know, I'd give in to the lies of hell and I would I would fall. You know, uh my freshman year I I failed I got introduced to nicotine and I fell to it. I fell to nicotine addiction. I was already addicted to pornography. I I was already I was already hungry for things of this world. I was already for things of this of the flesh. I was already hungry for all those things. And in my high school years I really started struggling and I really started failing to hunger after God. But the end of my senior I mean the end of my junior year, I really started stepping out. Being who God wanted me to be, were trying to because I, I was, because I was, I was hungry for more of God. I, I really was. I was tired of being that person that said, "Oh, I'm apostolic, but but I can't live it. 
I was tired of being that person. I really was tired of being that person. And I'm a senior year, I really started, really started finding the hunger of God in my life because I was tired of being fake. I was tired of being fake, so I, I really started seeking God before anything else in my life. And I owe that all to God because I was living a life of destruction. I made my bed in hell. God pulled me out at the mention of His name. He pulled me out, and I, I'm very, I'm very, very thankful for that. I didn't deserve that in any way. And it, it's important to be careful who or what you listen to. It's important to be hungry after God. It's very important. And I want to change the tone of this and go to the book of Genesis, chapter 2, verses 16 through 17. It says, And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. Um, in this scripture, in in this passage of scripture, it's it's God telling Adam. That you can, I give you all these trees. You can eat every tree you want. Just, just don't eat what I told you not to eat. Don't, don't hunger after what I told you not to hunger after. Everything I have out here is for you to eat. For is for you to eat when you're hungry. I, I can give. I can fulfill your hunger with what I have for you. So, so don't, don't eat of that. Don't hunger after that because you're gonna die. You're, you're gonna die. You're gonna die. So, so don't eat after that. Don't don't eat that. Don't eat that. Eat what I'm giving you. Eat the life that I'm giving you. Eat it. Eat what I'm giving you. Is what I'm giving you is sure going to keep you alive and give you life. So eat it. And don't eat what I say not to eat. But I'm sure we all know the story. We're going to go to Genesis chapter chapter 3, 1 through 7. Now before I begin this, Adam told Eve what God told him. So now we have that out of the way. Let's read this. Genesis chapter 3, 1 through 7. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Ye hath yeah, has God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, keep that in mind, 
and a tree to be desired to make one wise. Keep that in mind also. She took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband. She convinced the man that God spoke to to eat of it. Now keep that in mind. And gave also unto her husband with her. And he did he did eat. And the and the eyes of them both were open. And they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. It's very important that we stay hungry for God. And that we try to stay in the flow of God, which I addressed in episode 2. It's important that we try to stay in the flow of God so we can walk in authority. For when a serpent comes and speaks in our ears, we won't fall. We, we won't fall to him. We won't fall to the lies. We won't fall to that temptation. We won't, we won't fall to it because we're in alignment with our assignment from God. We're, we're eating the life that God has given us. We're eating of the word and of the spirit. So we're satisfied with God and not anything of this world. So it's very important. To be in the floor to where you won't fall to ungodly things when something comes in your ear. And then in scripture it says, And he said to the woman, Ye hath God said, You shall not eat every tree of the garden. He opposed the question. Did God say that you can't that, that you can eat of did God say really that you can eat of every tree in the garden? If God and he basically saying, if God said it, then you can surely eat in the tree of knowledge. The woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. She answered correctly right there. Right there she answered correctly saying that God told my husband and my husband told me that surely we can eat of every tree of the garden that has fruit. But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden God has said ye shall not eat of it neither shall ye touch it lest ye die she she answered it correctly I, I think she answered the question correctly saying, saying that God said that, that we can eat of it that God told my husband to tell me that we cannot eat of it lest we die even touch it I'm not going to walk where God said not to eat, so I won't be tempted by it. My youth pastor gave me that little nugget, by the way. And then the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened. So the devil is making something that God said not to do. Seem not so bad, saying, "Well, God knows if you eat it, your eyes shall surely be open. You, you can, you can see things." And the devil even says this, "And ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil." The devil saying, "Girl, if you eat of this, if y'all eat of this, your eyes are gonna be open to like a whole new world, and y'all gonna know good and evil at the gods. Y'all, y'all gonna know good and evil. Y'all, y'all gonna go, y'all gonna know good and evil like gods." That's what he's saying. Making something that's very bad seem very good. And that's what the devil likes to do. The devil likes to do that to us. Whether we accept that or not. He makes what God said not to eat of. 
or do not seem so bad. And then verse 6 is it. And the woman saw after she was good for food. See, God had done and made, God has done made his his statement saying, Don't eat of that tree of knowledge, for you shall surely die. You're you're gonna die if you eat of it. You're gonna die. That's my warning to you. So don't eat it. Eat what I've given you. For it surely shall keep you alive. So don't eat of that. Eat of what I said to eat of. And not eat what I said not to eat of. Because you're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to die. Your love for me is going to die. Your walk with me is going to die. The hunger you have for me is going to die. When you eat of that. And then when a woman saw it, it was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes, it looked good to her eyes. It pleased her eyes. It's important what you hear is important. What shows you watch is important. What you see with their eyes, what music you like get in your ears, what the shows talks about, what the shows show what you watch, what what it shows is important. It's important what you see and what you hear. Don't tell me it's not in scripture. It clearly, clearly is telling us that. And a tree to be desired to make one wise. She desired to be wise. She desired to know. She desired the very thing that God told Adam not to eat. She desired the very thing that was going to make them die. And we know that they didn't die because they bore a kid. They, they, bore, they bore kids. So they didn't like die, die. But I believe that something inside of them died. And it says that she took of the fruit thereof and did eat. So so she ate of it knowing that God told Adam, don't eat of that. You're going to die. You're going to die. Eat what I've given you and you'll live. But don't eat that or you're going to die. You're going to die. I, I've given you enough to provide for you. I've given you enough to keep you alive. So so don't even think about it. Don't even don't eat. Don't eat it. But Eve just ate it. Hmm. Adam told Eve what God said. But hear me out. And gave also unto her husband with her. And he did eat. So, wait. Wait. For her right now, the the man that heard from God saying, "Don't eat of that tree, or you're gonna die." Just just ate of of the fruit that that God said, "Don't eat of, or you're gonna you're gonna die." Hmm. Why why did did he eat of it? Was it for his love he had for his wife? Was it because his wife did it, so he felt? obligated to do it maybe he was tempted and his wife was just fine after she bit it so he was like well if she didn't die when she just bit it well well i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna take a bite of it because she, she seems to be doing just fine so i'm gonna take a bite of it too it's important to know who you have in your friend group 
Don't tell me who you hang around doesn't matter. Don't tell me if you're in a friend group and everybody's drinking, everybody's smoking, that you're not going to be tempted to do it because all your buddies are doing it. Don't, don't, don't tell me. See, it's important who you hang around with. The people that you love, it can be family, it can be friends, it can be the very people that, that, that make you fall to what God said not to do. Okay? In the Bible, that your body is a temple. I'm going to use my example. In the Bible, it says that your body is a temple. We must treat our body like a temple that God has made. Okay? But let's, when I vaped, when I was vaping, it, it, it ruins the inside of your body. It ruins your lungs. And, and so, I got tempted to ruin the temple that God made. I got tempted to, to go against what God said because of people that I put my trust in, people that I loved. They, they tempted, I was tempted to do what they did. The people that I loved sometimes were the people that made me fall. Huh. Well, they didn't make me fall. I had the choice to choose. I had the choice to choose whether I, I did what they did or I did what God said to do. Hmm. But I love them so much. I don't want to disappoint them. That's where being hungry for God matters. Because when you're hungry for God, you're willing to disappoint anybody before you disappoint God. So you better get hungry for God. You're going to be tempted. You're going to get things that are, that are going to po- oppose God's will for your life. And it's important to be hungry for God so to where you won't fall to that. So you won't fall to it and you won't be deceived by it and you won't disappoint God. See, it, it's crazy that that we live in a society where, you know, we're apostolic. You know, we're apostolic. It's crazy that we live in a society where, where we have to watch what we speak. Speak in front of a crowd that they, they can be gay. Or one that cut their hair. They don't stand for holiness, also for modesty. I think I think I think this. I think that when you're hungry, the Bible says that the true shall set you free, okay? I think that when you're hungry for God, you're not gonna pick and choose what you speak from the word. But you're just going to speak it how it's written down in the word. Okay? So, when you're hungry for God, you're going to stand on the word of... You're going to stand on the word of God when you're hungry for God. But the moment you start picking and choosing what you speak from the word to not make that person mad at you... You're no longer standing on the word of God. You're no longer standing on God. But now you're standing on what men think of you. See, when you are hungry for God, you're going to stand on him. You're going to speak whatever the word of God says to speak. And you're going to speak it. When you're hungry for God, you don't care if you step on toes. The truth will set you free. Not some watered down truth. Not, not, not some truth that's gonna be pleasant to your ears. See, when we pick and choose what we speak, you're no longer hungry for God. This is why, because you're not hungry for God. When you pick and choose what you speak from the Word, 
Because if you're hungry for God, you're more willing to make people disappointed than to make God disappointed. Now, I'm, I'm all for saving souls. I'm all for trying to trying to save people and reach people. But let me tell you something. If you think for a second that I'm going to pick and choose from the word what I speak, then you're tripping, homie. You're tripping because I'm hungry for God. I, I, I love this word. I, I, build, I built my life upon God. So I'm going to speak what the word of God says. Look, first, first John 1 and 1, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. What? what huh. I, I just said that the, that the Bible says that. Uh, that the word was God. Huh. So. So the word was that the, the word is going to be God now. Because God's the same yesterday, today and forevermore. So if he was the word. If he was the word then. He, he's the word now. Okay, so if if God is the word, why am I going to pick and choose from the word? I'm, I'm, I refuse to. I refuse to. If I step on your toes, if it hurts your feelings, I'm sorry. But it's the word, and I'm not going to pick and choose from the word because I'm hungry. I'm hung- A hungry person will stand on God before they stand on the approval of men. They're going to worry about... They're going to worry about pleasing God before they please a man. That's that's where it all comes down. When you're hungry for when you're hungry for God, what are you what are you going to do? Are you going to pick and choose no? Or are you going to speak what the word says? See, it's important to watch who's around your circle. Cuz Adam Adam fell he had a word from God and he fell. He fell to temptation because the person he loved did it and it seemed okay. So it's important to watch you hang around with. Your very family members can tempt you into falling, not even trying to make you fall. It's very important that you make known what you stand for to them. And if they can't respect it, cut them off. Family or friends, cut them off. If they can't respect that you're hungry for God, cut them off. Cut them off. If they can't respect that you don't want them smoking, you don't want them popping anything in front of you, you don't want them drinking anything in front of you, then cut them off. If they can't respect that, cut them off. Cut them off. If you have to hurt somebody to get closer to God, if if you have to leave someone to get closer to God, then do it. Then do it. Because let me tell you something. Ain't nobody worth Ain't nobody worth missing out on pleasing God. Ain't nobody worth me missing out on my trip to heaven. Because God can come back. Who's to say that God won't come back when I choose to please that person instead of pleasing him? Guess what, sweetie? I'm on my way to hell. Simple as that. It's important what you hunger after. I can hunger for God, I don't know the things of this world, what hell says. See, it's crazy that we live in a society today now where the wrong things seem right to them and the right things seem wrong to them. Praying to the world seems wrong. It seems stupid. It seems stupid to them. Hmm. I, excuse me for, for my language, but having sex before marriage seems right to them. 
It seems right to them. It, it seems right to them. Something that God created for a man and a woman that are married to have. But now they're having it like it's like like it's just some fun thing that they do now. That it's fun to them now. It's 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 fun. See, sin is now fun. The world is now normalizing what God said not to do. The world is now stepping away more than ever from what God said. See, we, we people used to be cautious about stepping out about being gay because it wasn't normal it wasn't normal but now it's now normal it it's it's more shocking for you to be straight now to the world than it is to be gay now to the world it it, it is and, and it's 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 sad to see that a world that people in the world are gonna go to hell it, it's sad to see but it's true that's why it's important that every opportunity that we get that we spread this gospel and we plant seeds it's important because the world cannot save the world an unsaved soul cannot save us all because how can somebody that does not have a have a revelation of god give somebody a, a revelation of god they can't it's people that are saved job to go out and save the People that are not saved. Because somebody that has a revelation of God can go in the world and testify about what God done and speak the word. That's why it's important. And look, being hungry for God is not just wanting God all for yourself. Being hungry for God is going to want to make you go out to your school, to your college campus, to your job, in town, in your community, and spread this thing. Because being hungry for God is going to, being hungry for God is going to put a hunger in your spirit to save souls and give Bibles. Don't you dare tell me that you're hungry for God, but you can't grow up and give Bible studies and go out and save souls. Don't tell me you're hungry for God. No, you're not hungry for God. You want what you want. You want to be right. And you don't care what anybody That's pride. That's pride. Where, oh, it's all about me. I don't care what no one else does or what they do. I don't care if they're sin or not. I care about me. I care about me getting God and me getting God. I don't care what they get. I don't I don't care. That's not being hungry. That's being prideful. Because now you're self-centered. And now you care about only what you want and not what the world needs. The world needs somebody to go to them and spread this thing. And it's for people that are hungry to go out and spread it. And I refuse to be one of those people that are so self-centered and self-righteous where I only care about myself and not people in the world. It's the church's job to be hungry and send revival out. Revival does not just happen inside the four walls. It can happen in your school. It can happen in your job. It can happen in your community. It can happen in your house. It can happen in your family. It can happen in your heart. But oh, for somebody to stand up and say that since I'm hungry for since I'm hungry for God, 
since they ate from the bread of life, since they ate from the word of God and the spirit of God, I gotta spread it. I gotta tell people about what God done for me. I gotta tell people about what the spirit of God and the word of God done for me. That's what someone hungry is gonna do. Somebody that's that's hungry for God is not for to say, God. Equip me with the boldness to go out in the world and tell them of the goodness of the goodness. Somebody that's hungry for God is going to go out and tell of the goodness and tell of the fire that God placed in them. That's why it's important that we get hungry for the spirit of God and we get hungry for the plan and the will of God to where we won't be so fed up with things of this world but we're gonna want to get up and spread this gospel as far as we can as far as we can and I'm and I'm closing I'm gonna end this in prayer but there's one thing I should get from this podcast is this what you see what you hear, who's around you, matters. It matters. It matters. If they can't respect your beliefs, if they can't respect what you want, because that's what you believe, then cut them off. Cut them off because it's not worth it. Cut them off. Cut them off. Cut them off. Because it's only going to be an amount of time. Or you keep on getting fed up with them instead of being fed up with the word and if it's spirit. But you've been hanging out with them so much that that since they have normalized in their life, it's going to eventually seem okay to you to do what they do. Because they seem fine doing it. So, oh, I can't be fine doing it too. But that's a lie from the pits of hell. So I hope that this podcast really... You know, really challenge someone to keep on growing and and keep on getting hungry for God. And I'm going to end this thing in prayer. If you want to pray with me, you can. God, I thank you for the opportunity once again to spread this thing. And God, I pray that every ear that hears this, that it won't go one ear and out the other. But it will get in their minds and in their hearts, God. And that they'll speak it to other people. Because from where... The mouth speakers come from the heart. What the mouth speakers come from the heart. God, let us speak truth. Let us speak truth. Let us speak about hunger, God. God, I pray that you would bless every person that hear this, that heard this, God. And that you would, that I, I put the blood upon them, God. That you would keep them safe. And that you would keep them hungry, God. And you just name I pray, amen. And that was the end of this podcast. I hope everyone who heard this got something from it. You know, I, I really am trying my best to to spread this to people who need it. So I hope it touched someone. I just want to thank y'all again for tuning in. And uh, God bless y'all.